DMVR Broncos live coming to you with our final, what do they call that thing? Transmission. Our final transmission wow. before Monday in Monday Night Football. We will have a pregame show on Monday night before the game. Uh, so that'll be exciting. Looking forward to that. But you know what this means, boys? Final transmission before the season means final record prediction, score prediction for Monday, yep. AFC West predictions bring it on bring it on baby and something new that we're trying out this year an on show survivor pool just mm -hmm. between us seeing like who survives through the show yep we <laughs> each get one weapon oh my goodness oh my goodness <laughs> and, no uh we're each gonna pick a team to win and you can only use that team once like you can in a survivor league mm -hmm um and we'll see who lasts the longest well ryan you're already out because you have not told us about the presenting sponsor oh <laughs> well i was gonna say if you oh. want to bet on our locks of the week you can oh. go over to DraftKings sportsbook okay. um <laughs> okay. and Good can't, save. cannot wait to do that because DraftKings sportsbook um paid me a lot of money last night oh a yes considerable amount of cash and how awesome is it that football is back that wasn't even a good game especially when you're hoping the third and fourth quarter kind of heat up and it was still so amazing that football was back oh jared yeah. shout out wow. I, uh, you guys gotta at least let me finish my intro nope, like my intro gone. monologue you get four seconds no that's not how it works <laughs> i can say it at any time in the first segment but football is back but guys. football is back, is back. And um, it, is, I, it happens. I actually feel an emptiness today. Like I've been looking forward to that game for so long, and then today's just like there's not football, at least uh, NFL football. That I do feel an emptiness. The good news is there's DNVR grand reopening party tonight, which is going to be awesome. So looking forward to seeing some of you guys down here. Uh, we can talk Broncos, we can talk Buffs, we can talk Avs. Always like talking Avs. Uh, we I can think you're the only one that wants to talk Buffs now. Um, I'm sorry. That's definitely not true. That's definitely not Henry, true. Henry, what do you think? <laughs> Allie loves to. Okay, okay, okay. I'm just, like, people, people love talking about the buffs. Yeah. Um, They're know. just not always happy conversations. Yeah. <laughs> and people do still like to talk about yep, it. Yep, that is definitely uh, a fair assessment. But. I'm about to record a video all about the buffs. So. There we go. Wow. There you go. Right. It'd be so fun. We got two people. <laughs> So, anyways, uh, should be should be a great night down here, and uh, should be a great show today. So let's uh, let's jump in because we've got a lot to talk about, and I want to start with something that we'd be doing normally, like every week. But the game was so far away that it's felt weird to like fully dive into Seahawk talk, uh, and we got to get into it. So we got to talk a little bit about this matchup, and I think I'll start with you, Henry. What what matchup are you most looking forward to in this game, and what do you think is kind of the most important matchup in this game i mean i feel like you just gotta start with russ i don't know how you frame it is it russ versus the crowd is it russ versus mm. Pete carroll the defense mm. geno smith i'm not sure who it's russ versus it's kind of russ versus everybody honestly russ versus the world i love this but that's that's definitely where you start i mean it's it's going to it, the whole thing begins as soon as he gets on the field and they start booing him uh i think you're totally right and i'm trying to find the exact quote today, but did you guys see the quote from Pete Carroll yesterday? Here it is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, he essentially, well, if you have the quote, you can read it. This is from Curtis Crabtree, which 
I don't know why. I just love the That's Seattle media <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, in, in their own special way. Pete Carroll on how he thinks Russell Wilson will be received by fans. This is a really unhinged and weird quote. You're either competing or you're not. I'm leaving it up to the 12s. It's game time. However they take it, I'll follow their lead. He's essentially saying boo them. So he's going to boo them? Uh, that, he's gonna I, boo I expect <laughs> Pete Carroll to have his hands around his mouth clearly with like the boo, uh, you know, his, his mouth in a circle. Yes, absolutely. He said he's going to follow their lead. Yeah, um, I'm going to let that one go. Um, but I, I think <laughs> this what is, he's going to be doing. I think this is, this is like a really weird quote. Like, it made me think like maybe Pete Carroll's lost it a little bit. Mm, well, I'm sure this offseason has been very difficult for him and made him lose it a little bit. Like he's very old. And I'm just wondering if like he doesn't he's not all there anymore. This is a really weird thing to say. You're either he's asked how the how Russell Wilson will be received by fan, and he said you're either competing or you're not. Well, no, I think it's very clear. I I I think huh. he all but said boo the hell out of him. You're either competing mm-hmm. or you're not. He's saying that once you step on that field, I don't care if it's within the 60 minutes, mm-hmm. you've got to have that mindset of beating the other person. So I'm not going to be cheering for him right before the game starts. No, we want to be booing him. Uh, and this, he, he all but said, let's boo him. Let's not be nice to him at any point in this game. Really weird stuff. Best player in <laughs> franchise history. It, um, it's, it is so bizarre, but you know what? That's what I want them to do. Oh, me too. I want them to boo yep. the hell out of yep. them. I don't want a video tribute, or I want it to be one of those slap in the face ones, just like they had. That what if they, they did tweeted. a tribute? It was just all his interceptions. Oh my <laughs> gosh, that would be incredible. <laughs> or I hope they have a just a graphic up there, just like the one they tweeted right after they traded mm-hmm. him. Thank you to a good player in franchise history. Russell Wilson. I hope it's something like that. Give Russell Wilson even more. Thank you to one of the best quarterbacks of the 2000s in Seattle. That wore number three or something like that. Yes. I would Uh, love it. So I would too. And the main reason is uh, the Peyton Manning. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. You go back to that game. Peyton Manning gets this incredible tribute and this incredible ovation. And, you know, the house that Peyton built is on their feet, and giving him a standing crying. Oh, and he's crying. Yeah. I mean, this is a dude who, you know, I, I don't like um, war football metaphors, but for lack of a better term, he's, he's like getting ready to go to battle, right? And he's crying now because he's like they've made him feel so warm and fuzzy mm-hmm. inside mm-hmm. yeah warm and fuzzy is not what you want to feel before you go play a football game nope you want to be angry and you want to you want to say like i hate these people in these stands i want to rip their hearts out you want to be flipping pete carroll off on the sideline not wanting to go give him a hug yes and so i want them to boo as well mm-hmm. because that allows russ to cook to just yep want the want to destroy them yep and i want russ to you know zone read keeper on the first on the goal line of the first uh drive and like spike the ball and yell at the crowd (laughs) and all that stuff now that's maybe a little bit out of his character but i really want them to fire him up because i think that's better for him the emotional stuff which like russ is pretty robotic so i don't know if he's gonna cry um, but that stuff worries me legitimately. He cried during the national anthem in preseason. So I mean, but that- that's like um, 
That's that, like a love of football yeah, in America. Yeah, that, that's emotion, though. Yes, so, it is. So I, I do think he would get emotional if it goes the yeah. other way. I just don't see, especially what Pete did yesterday. I think there's going to be some cheers and some boos. Boos are probably going to outweigh it. Uh, but it's it. We're we're too far down this rabbit hole already. The, oh, it's yeah. not gonna. Nothing's gonna change by Monday, where it's just a ton of cheering. And Nathaniel Hackett said today, when when asked about those comments from Pete Carroll, uh, Nathaniel Hackett essentially said. We're going to have Russell Wilson's back as a team. And uh, you want the team to have his back in a way of, wow, they're really doing this to Russ. Let's beat the hell out of him. Not have Russell's back by rubbing his back because he's emotional because it was such a a nice, warm response. Yep, yep. Completely agree. I wish that Nathaniel Hackett would have said, wow, Pete's getting old. He sounds unhinged. (laughs) (laughs) I I wish he would have said, F that guy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, Yeah. Okay, so Russ versus the fans. I like that matchup. Yep. I, I like that a lot. When we're on the football field, though, mm-hmm. all eyes are still going to be on Russ. I think the most exciting, intriguing matchup is DK Metcalf against Pat Sertan. And I, uh, I asked coaches today if there's a thought of having a cornerback follow a wide receiver around for an entire game. And they said, yeah, in the right situation, that is logic, baby. Do. And I love that. And this is. Is pr- I know it's the first game, but I think this one makes the most sense of any wide receiver matchup this entire season. DK Metcalf maybe isn't the best receiver in the NFL, but he is the most physically imposing. And uh, Ronald Darby, really good cornerback. Mm-hmm. He's small. Tiny. Yes, he, he mm-hmm. he's small. And Pat Sertan, maybe the most physically impressive cornerback yep. in the NFL. On top of being very good, it 100% makes sense to say... Ronald, you get Tyler Lockett because you both that similar type of game. And Pat Sertan, you get DK Metcalf. And I would love to see that matchup because Pat Sertan, I think, as a cornerback is better than DK as a wide receiver. I think it's close because DK is really good. But DK is, again, just that freak of an athlete. I would love to see Pat and see what he can do. And by the way, last night showed uh, the crown for best corner in the league is open for the taking. Right Absolutely. How about Jalen just letting him run right by? Got cooked. Yes, he did. He got cooked. Um, and then he was like talking all that smack after they had the, uh, he had like the weird breakup on the fake draw jump pass in the end zone. And then like him talk smack. Yeah. Well, he was talking and Stefan Diggs was just laughing. <laughs> just like, he's like, dude, you you gotta buy this much like and then the very next possession it's like first play touchdown right 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 um well and they were in the red zone for that one too yeah like Jalen broke it up in the end zone right yep yep exactly he was doing great the whole series it was yeah it's rough uh for Jalen out there and obviously Stefan Diggs is really good but crowns the crowns for the taking and i'd love to see patsertan go out there and and put out a performance in this first game and yesterday was was thursday night football prime time everyone watching this will be monday night football everyone watching yep i am very curious to see the broncos run game um versus the seattle front seven um this to me is the key it's the um the linchpin it's the catalyst whatever you want to call it for the denver broncos to win this division it's crazy to say it because it's all about Russ, but if this team has a dominant run game, um, they are going. Can you guys? Good God! Um, the the uh, th- if this team has a dominant run game, they will win this division. And so it is all about Russ, and it's all about the quarterbacks in the AFC West. But if they 
have that run game and this run game goes out there and shows that they can be that team this year, then I'm going to feel really good about my prediction that the Broncos win the division. So then when we look at Seattle's defense specifically more, so they're better equipped to stop the run game than they are the pass game. Mm -hmm. What's crazy about Seattle, I believe they're going to be starting or could be starting two rookie cornerbacks. And one of those rookie cornerbacks is, I I forget his name, but he's the guy that you loved coming out of the draft, Ryan. Yes. Yes, he's a freak of an athlete. He's got the size, speed, potential to be great. But even when we talked about him, even when we all loved him, we said, he's a project. He He, should not be starting this year, let alone week one, let alone going up against Russell Wilson, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy. And then they have a rookie on the other side of the ball, or on the other side with the cornerback. So, yes, the Broncos aren't just going to abandon the run, but if they don't run for 150 yards or something, uh, it could be just because the pass game is too easy. Yeah, they'll, they'll have a decent test trying to run the ball. You know, it's not like a scary run defense, but you just look through, you know, Uchenna Nuosu, Jordan Brooks, Cody Barton, Shelby yep. Harris, Puna Ford. Like, Those no players. Pro Bowls, yeah. no Pro Bowlers in there, but... Just solid NFL players. Like yep. Shelby Harris is of exactly. the world. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And Shelby's a, a very good player. And maybe the best in that front seven, right right there, potentially. So if you're able to run on them, then you feel like half the league you can probably run on. The passing the ball, if, if you can't if you can't fling the ball around and complete passes, you have real issues. Yeah. But the is it Tariq Woolen? Is that how you pronounce his name? We've already just said Woolen. Woolen. Could Woolen. Be. Yeah. Either way. Um he looked a lot more ready than I think people thought he was going to be in the preseason. Um, uh oh, it feels like you're tampering uh, the expectations. For <laughs> no, the no, game. I just think he's dope, and and I thought that from the start. So, um, <laughs> I, like, it's not just going to be like a go pick on him situation. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's will be more difficult than that. It should be. It really, really should be. And his very first game going up against Russ. If he's uh, like matched up against Cortland Sutton, then like sign me up. But we'll see. Okay, yeah, we, we will okay. see now. Also, I feel like Shelby is going to get a sack in this game. And uh-huh. I feel like we're not going to be able to help ourselves but to smile based on how he celebrates. We have Gabriel here asking if it's going to be a revenge game for Shelby. Yes, oh, absolutely. absolutely. I think Shelby was more hurt than anyone yep. for being traded from here. I would say the person who has the most reason to want to enact revenge would be Shelby. Yep, yep. I, I completely agree. <laughs> Shelby's going to be so fired up. And... Not just for Shelby, but I think for all of Seattle, their fans, why this is the most expensive ticket in the NFL this week is because this is their Super Bowl. But people aren't buying that ticket to go cheer Russ. You're definitely buying that ticket to go boo him. Yes, and that's why it's their Super Bowl, though. Yeah, totally. It's everything to them, the players, the coaches, the front office, and specifically the fans as well. And, like, like, I get it. I said it yesterday, like, that's just fun. It's fun to boo someone. So I get like, I went to Mello's first game back. I booed him there. I went to oh. Tulo's first game back. I booed him there. I went to Arenado's first game back. I booed him. That's just fun. Yeah. It's fun to me. So I get it. It's stupid for them. That's the best player in their franchise history. But it's also stupid for me because you could make the case that Nolan Arenado is the best player in Rocky's history. You booed Tulo? 
Yeah. He didn't deserve that. He didn't even want to be traded. He burned bridges on his way out. <laughs> he said, okay, if you guys are going to think about trading me, just keep me in the loop. Just blindsided. Didn't use any of the any of the teams on his list. Just said, like, actually, you're gone. No way. Uh, the just, Rockies ones I can't get to. They I just, just booing because it's fun. <laughs> okay, one more back on the Broncos and looking at their offense against Seattle's defense. One that scares mm-hmm. me is right tackle. We still don't know if Billy Turner's going to play. He's still doing this weird thing where he's prat. He's he's warming up in the portion of practice that we can watch in between the side field, which means you're injured, and the regular field, which means you're healthy. He's done that every day this week. We don't know what it means. He was a limited participant in practice yesterday. He's limited today as well. Mm-hmm. Probably going to be limited tomorrow. Probably going to be questionable for this game. And to me, I think that means he's not going to play. And that scares me. If something's going to go drastically wrong in this game, it's just Russ is pressured and pressured and pressured, and the Seattle crowd's super loud, so it makes it hard on the silent count. And Russ is just getting so much pressure. Russ is great with with holding pressure, but if he's pressured on every single play coming from the right side uh, and Shelby's getting pushed up the middle, that's where this game goes wrong. But, I mean, it's it has to be like so so bad for that to happen it does not happen if billy turner's in there scares yeah. me a bit if billy turner's not able to play i totally agree again i mentioned like uchenna nuosu daryl taylor those are their edge rushers those aren't the most in they aren't terrifying right like no. they're not scary players but that's against billy turner when it's calvin anderson that becomes an even battle they've got boy mafe the rookie too who had two sacks in the first preseason game that's just kind of the x factor there yep also, now that you guys are so um, like befuddled that I booed Tulo, I'm thinking more about it. I think I went to the game with the idea that I wanted to boo Tulo, and then no one else did, so then I didn't. Oh, <laughs> yeah, wow. Why would anybody boo Tulo? Well, I wasn't going to be that guy. Yeah. Wow. So, <laughs> so I was like, oh, this is going to be fun. We're all going to boo Tulo. Then everyone uh, gave him like, a standing ovation. I was like, all right, fine. Wow. <laughs> so you, do, you don't stand by uh, what you believe in. That's what that's what I just. Heard. I just like to be a part of a crowd. <laughs> but I, I just want to be. I just want to be one with the you know the group of people around me. Maybe so that's what Seattle fans will if be. If you like. went to Seattle, you were in the stands, you'd boo. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't. Uh, it's not a. It's too hypothetical. Oh, okay. It's very okay. true. <laughs> uh, flip it over. Let's talk mm-hmm. about the the Seattle offense against the Broncos defense and we heard it today from the coaching staff what is Seattle going to do they're going to run the ball why because of Pete Carroll because <laughs> they can't pass it uh, and because and, uh, they don't want to pass it uh, they can't pass it but they don't want to pass it it's crazy living yeah. in 2022 and a team says yeah we want to I mean it's not that crazy here because we lived it with the Broncos that mm-hmm. with John Elway he tried to build a team on defense and running the ball and we know how that works it does not work Pete Carroll you are crazy for thinking it works but that's what they're going to try to do so the Broncos stopping the run is so much easier than stopping the pass now if you can't stop the run you're in big trouble in any game but in in this version of football that we're seeing like you just watch Josh Allen, and I, obviously he's like the ultimate freak when it comes to this, but like it is so easy for him to get four to five yards on a passing play. And then you watch those teams try to run the ball, and it's like they don't even have to be set up for the run, and they're just able to stop it. Um, again, not a one-to-one comparison, but like you watch TCU against the Buffs last week. They're literally just running three, three, nickel 3-3-5 three, three, the entire game and able to bottle up the run. Like Stopping the run, it's not that hard. The Broncos should absolutely have the personnel to do it as long as Josie's out there. That would concern me if he's not. Um, and I know that's a, a not 100% at this point. Definitely not 100%. Um, I don't think he's playing. I don't think so either. Uh, that would 
that's a little scary then. Then I'm that's a matchup now I'm I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, if Josie's not playing and they're gonna run the ball a lot, then I I have a little bit of fear. Yeah, but, yeah. It, because that's how the Seahawks win this game on the offensive side of the ball is by running the ball, running the ball, running the ball, getting four, five, six, four, five, mm-hmm. six every time they run. And then it sets up one-on-ones for DK uh, and for Tyler Lockett. And you hit one or two deep balls. I'm not afraid of Geno's deep ball (laughs) at all. But you hit one of those and you sustain some drives and you keep Russ on the sideline. And then the Broncos offense doesn't get momentum. That's how it happens. So Broncos shut down the run game, control the run game, Mm -hmm. I should say. And you're going to be just fine. And that's, I mean, what's scary about it with Josie in particular is that where the Seattle offense is strongest. I guess the receiver's strongest point, but it's the middle of that line. Like they've got three, kind of like the front seven, where you're just like three solid NFL players mm-hmm. belong there. They've got two rookie tackles. So it's everything to the outside where you're just terrified running the ball. Like you think Bradley Chubb, Randy Gregory, like this should be a lot of fun to see their first game together. But with Josie out of the middle of the defense, with Rashad Penny, who just wants to run downhill up the middle, it, I'm not scared, but that does line up pretty well for them. Speaking of edge rushers and tackles and everything, Vaughn last night, just a monster. Yep. And I just, where was that? Like, where was that for two years? And we can talk about, like, play calling and this, that, and the other thing. Like, this is a dude who got chipped, dodged that. Then there was another tackle waiting for him, dodged that, and got to the quarterback. Like, that's not a play call. That's just Vaughn being a freak. And we just didn't see that for so long. I've glanced at our comment section already, and we have someone saying that Vic Fangio ruined Von Miller. And I'll just get to that right now. I don't think so. I don't think Vic, like, helped him. Sure, did Vic have Von drop in coverage a couple of times, yep. and it was a terrible look against the Steelers? <laughs> yes, he did. The Steelers did. one is the one. Yeah, and, and, and it's a really so bad, bad look. But pass rushing... Is very individual. It's not play calling. Yeah, yeah. It, exactly. So I disagree with that sentiment. And Ryan, I asked that question that you did. Where was it? Vaughn is a guy who tur- can absolutely turn it on. We saw him do it in the 2015 playoffs. We saw him do it last year. The first month of the season, when he had a lot to prove coming off of injury, he was great. He won AFC Defensive Player of the Month, then fizzled out. Then... He goes on the run with the with the Rams, makes the playoffs, has an unbelievable run. Last night, primetime, he absolutely looks like a monster. And uh, I don't think Vic Fangio ruined him. But after watching Vaughn last night, we had this conversation earlier in the offseason. Man, the Broncos, should they have gone after him? Because Vaughn clearly, I don't think you pay him $20 million if your quarterback's Case Keenum, Joe Flacco, mm-hmm. Drew Locke, because what? He's not going to help you that much. But if you're a contender, oh gosh, how good does Vaughn look on your team? The you- one way you can ruin Vaughn is just by running stunts. When you're saying like, okay, you could, this the defensive tackle is going to try to get around the edge. You just run around the outside. There should be a big gap. It's just that sort of stuff that if you're running with Vaughn, it's like, no, just... Go straight ahead. Let him do yeah. his thing. But and I don't even know that there was that much of that. I wasn't nerding out enough. There's there's enough stuff there where it's like, oh, you could have done this better. You could have done that better. But the, the thing that was lacking is just those Vaughn freak moments right. where it's just like, wow, this guy, there's just nothing you can do to stop him. Um, and you've seen it since. And, and it's just it's weird. I also think the one thing that we'll probably never hear publicly as to why the Broncos didn't you know call Vaughn back or whatever you know didn't reach out to him 
It's just they wanted a new, fresh start. Um, and they wanted this to be undoubtedly Russ's team. And they wanted, you know, um, Hackett and, you know, his coaching staff to come in and just be like, this is a whole new, fresh start. Is that the right move? Maybe not. You know, like Randy Gregory is not going to look like that. Like, no. he's not going to look like Von Miller did last night. Right. Nobody right. else in the world can. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but I think that's the number one thing that played a role in it that we'll just never hear. Like, you can't say, like, yeah, we didn't really want to bring back one of our all-time franchise greats. Yeah, right. Because, like, we, we just wanted, like, we didn't want to mess with Russ's team. Yeah. That's a bad look. Sure. But it's it's a it's a reason for sure. And they wanted to empower Bradley Chubb. I said it earlier this year. If they brought Von back earlier this week, if they brought Von back, Bradley Chubb's not a captain. It's Von Miller. Yep. You're not bringing Von back to not be a captain. Just like DeMarcus Ware, he was always going to be a captain on this team. Uh, but Ryan, I do have one question for you about last night's game. You think the Bills are still a little overrated? <laughs> uh, I think the Rams are really overrated. Yeah. Mm, you think they win their division still? <sighs> Probably. I think they find a way to get... <laughs> I, I, it's up to it's up to the Cardinals to not fall off the cliff, and they do that. Yeah, they do it do every that. year, second the half Niners, of the season. Kingsbury Niners. The Niners have no shot. Wow, wow. it just all That's depends it. on Trey, and it's just a it, you, yeah. if you believe in Trey, then yeah, they're probably the division winner after watching last night. Yeah. If you don't, you probably think they're third in the. Division. I hope I'm wrong because I really like Trey Lance. I want him to be dope, and I like the 49ers more than I like the Rams. Yeah, yeah. I, it's also crazy that this is the first time in uh, Sean McVay's career. He's below 500. You're a little worried yeah. about um, your take that Matthew Stafford's arm was nothing? Oh. <laughs> uh, what I'll say is my uh, play the starters a little bit in the preseason take, that gained some steam last night uh, with those two teams. That's, don't deflect one <laughs> no, bad take with a good one. <laughs> no, there you go. They balance out. Uh, I think Henry did have a good take after yesterday. Josh Allen, MVP. Oh, yeah. He's the first player in NFL history. Now, this is kind of a wonky stat, but it's still kind of crazy. 250 passing yards, 50 rushing yards, three passing touchdowns, a rushing touchdown, and 80% completion. Good God. 80% yeah. completion. He made it look so easy. There's he no did. way. If he can dink and dunk, there's no way to stop that offense. Nope. Because you just go five wide, which they're more than willing to do. Like, that's what they prefer. And they hit, like, a. They struggled with that about halfway through the season last year and then got heavier later and rode that a little bit more. So who knows? Maybe the same thing happens. But looking at that right now, like if he doesn't turn the ball over, you're how do they not win the Super Bowl? That was the number one scoring defense last year, and they added Von Miller. That And the fact they've turned the ball over four times and won by 21 yeah. points in on the road against the defending champion. And Josh Allen, maybe the, mo the play that I was most awed by was his interception where he rifled it in. I mean, that may have Isaiah been the McKenzie. hardest. No, not no, not that oh. one. The one over the middle of the field oh, where he yeah. like stepped up in the pocket. That may be the hardest thrown ball ever because Josh <laughs> Allen putting his whole body into it with a running start. Uh, that's not going to get picked that often. Yeah, that was a really impressive pick. It was also a pretty, like, that's the only way you're turning over Josh Allen is when just he thinks he's invincible and does something a little bit yep. stupid. Yeah, and that's exactly what he did there. It was his third read. He was late on it. He's like, eh. I'll just throw it really hard. Yeah. There's no way they pick it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and Isaiah McKenzie. And he had the one earlier, which is just like, dude. 
Oh, that was so bad. The numbers and f- somehow fumble it into the other guy's arms. And then he gets the touchdown later, and he's yelling in the camera. Like, well, no. Did you see what he yelled? Yeah. No. What did he say? He yelled, "It's a boy." It was a gender reveal for like his sister no or way. something. No yeah. way. There's oh a video God, of them man. like with like all watching the TV, and then he says, "It's a boy," and they're like, ah! "Oh my God!" They go crazy. The NFL posted it on their Instagram. Okay, I guess it's a little bad. I thought he was the, saying, funny like, like, the funny thing is like the funny thing is like he would have done the same thing if he was on the broncos mm-hmm. yeah but like it somehow would have gone terribly wrong and the broncos <laughs> right, right, would have right. lost like 42 to 10 right and right yeah. he would have had the only touchdown <laughs> yeah. i did see some people on twitter saying like oh the broncos screwed this up so big no the isaiah mckenzie screwed it up he fumbled six times in six games like that that was it the broncos did nothing wrong getting rid of him yeah, I mean, you, you could say they should have had more patience, but I think it's like a it's one of those things like he needed a fresh slate to break out of it and he wouldn't have gotten that. Yeah. I I, com- I completely agree and a lot of that was special teams from Isaiah. Yeah. And again, that is so individualized. Uh that was all on him <laughs> yeah. for the most part. I know Tom McMahon fell on the sword a lot last year and a lot of it was his fault, but there were also so many things with Tom. And yeah. this is different from Isaiah McKenzie, but like there were so many things where it's like, "Tom, that's not your fault." And he's like, it's all on me. I'm just like, bud, you're going to get yourself fired. And he did. <laughs> he did. He did. Finally. Um, all right. Uh, we he have lasted. run long on this segment. Um, so I want to remind you guys tonight to come down to the DNVR bar uh, for the grand reopening party. Going to be so much fun. Going to be so awesome. Got great deals, including a new deal that just applies at the DNVR bar. Ooh. 15% off for members. Your wow. whole bill. Every time. Every night. Monday through Sunday. Every day. Every oh, bill. Wow. You can do it as much as you want. 15%. Am I getting my point across? That's this a big is, number. That's a sick number. Like, it's just, it, it's it's one of those things that we wanted to do. And, like, under the new uh, partnership that we have, we get to do stuff like this. It's like, we get to take care of our members. You guys are the ones who make this possible. And I think it's super awesome. So, that applies tonight and forever on. Uh, super excited about that. Well, other cool stuff going on. We'll be giving away shirts and all that good stuff that you're used to when you come down to the DNVR bar. So come check out what we've been working on. It is not a 100% finished product yet. We still have some other things that we're going to do, which will be cool. Like if you come tonight and then you come in two weeks, you'll see a new thing that we've been doing. But it's really close uh, and we're ready, to, we're ready to show it off. Yeah, we certainly are. And Ryan, I think when you say tonight, you mean like 25 minutes. Yes. You, you can swing by the bar. Uh, it's funny. We'll still be doing the show. But that's the place to be. And also this weekend... On your phone, place to be is over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Make sure to download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up. Bet $5 on any NFL game, and you'll get $200 in free bets, win or lose. You bet $5 on the on the Rams last night. doesn't matter. You win $200 in your account. No problem. They're also running lots of promos this weekend, including a 33% boost on a single-game parlay in Alabama, Texas tomorrow. Mm. I love everything about this game when it comes to the Tide. The Alabama's 20.5-point favorites are going to steamroll Texas, in my opinion. So I'm going to parlay first quarter, which is minus 6.5 for Alabama, first half, which is minus 13.5, and and full game, which is minus 20.5. And typically with Alabama, you get the wrong side of all of the hooks. 
These, mm-hmm. you're getting the right side. You're getting under 7, under 14, under uh-huh. 21. I don't even think it's going to be close. So you can do that over at DraftKings Sportsbook by using the code DNVR. Make sure to head to the App Store now. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to get this offer. That's promo code DNVR over at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. What's our play in? Uh, what's our SGP? Uh, it is first quarter. For Alabama. Okay, Alabama first quarter, what, minus six, six and a half? Six and a half, yep. Okay. It is first half, minus 13 and a half, I believe. First half, minus 13 and a half, all right. And then full game, I believe when you do the single game parlay, it brings it down to 19 and a half. Um, I'm seeing it at 20 and a half. Okay, that's, that's still okay fine. It me. doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> and then you throw the... So that gets the... its plus 200. Yeah, and then you nice. throw the boost on there. And then a little, um, where is it? 33% profit boost. Plus two sixty six. There and to That's me that solid. to me that just feels like Let's ride. Yeah, exactly. I mean they're just gonna do it. Let's ride, baby. Just <laughs> just win the game in like normal fashion. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> that would actually even be like mellow fashion. Right, man. right. It's like <laughs> yeah, yeah. you're up seven zero after right, one, right. you know, twenty one seven at yeah, half. Yep, yeah, there you go. <laughs> then you know, you finish the game up like 38-14. Yep, easy peasy. Caden Stearns and Jerry Judy were getting mm. heated today. Were they? About this. This is a, that's sad for Caden. Yeah. Caden's the one who yeah. started it. Oh yeah. Caden, Caden just turned around. The rock, their lockers are kind of by each other. Caden just turned around and was like, "Jerry, Texas has them this weekend." It's like, oh, why would you goodness. start that conversation? <laughs> Hungriest as, dogs bark the loudest. <laughs> I, I think I just made that up, but it makes sense. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you're watching that game, drink some Breck beers while you uh, watch it. Or if you're coming to the watch party tonight, not watch party, reopening party. Yeah. Watch party's Monday. Whatever party that it is, too. drink a bunch of Breckenridge beers. Um, I'm going to have a bunch of Strawberry Skies tonight. That's move. I haven't gotten that creative with my Breckenridge beers recently. It's basically just been... <laughs> Nothing wrong with a good Strawberry no. Sky heater. It's just always the answer. Yep. I don't know. But you can get whatever you want. Uh, vanilla Porter, the Avalanche, the Broncos Country Hoppy Pale Ale. Allie? We ran out of Strawberry Sky yesterday for the people who were here for Thursday Night Football. I believe we have them back, but that's how much people love Strawberry Sky. People love Strawberry Sky. Mm. That's a little scary for somebody (laughs) who loves Strawberry Sky. Um, There's a bunch of good options, though. A couple of actually decent IPAs, but uh, use the beer locator on Breckenridge's website. It'll tell you exactly where to go to pick up whatever you want to try. Uh, It's an awesome tool for a bunch of awesome products from an awesome company. So Breckenridge Brewery, drink the beers. Boom. This is going to be an awesome second segment. We have like yes. 500 things to get to, so let's dive in. Let's give our official prediction. Broncos, Seahawks, Monday Night Football, Russ back in Seattle. Henry, what's the score? Do the Broncos mm. win? I'll go first so you don't steal oh, Okay. 31-17. Okay. 31-17. Okay. I'm kind, I kind of feel 31-10, but mm-hmm. I'm giving them an extra seven because I'm worried about Josie. Mm, oh, wow. Fair, fair. We actually had, I think our third comment today in the YouTube section was 3110. And I thought, oh, I think it's going to be a repeat of last night. Yep. Oh, exact wow. same score. Gosh, the Josie thing is really messing with me. I think Josie not playing is the only way the Broncos lose this game. It's crazy to, th- it's crazy to say that he's that important, but I think he's that important. Okay, yeah. so percent chance they lose the game if Josie plays. 35. If he plays, if he oh, if he play, plays, if he plays, if he yeah, plays, yeah. ten, and if if he doesn't play, thirty-five, thirty-five. That man, wow. that is a massive amount of importance on Josie. He 
like you just saw like I, I can't not think about that Browns game last year. Yeah. Now yeah. the yeah. that was Teddy Bridgewater playing with a concussion. Um <laughs> which is very different than Russell Wilson playing healthy. Yeah. But La- yeah, yeah, it it scares me a lot. I'll be honest. I, and I, I I think that's fair. But if it's calf injury, like shoot it up, rub it up, whatever you got to do. <laughs> Good rubbing uh, before the game. Who wouldn't want that? I'm uh, I'm torn between thirty one ten, twenty seven ten. I think I'm gonna go twenty seven, just because I have a bet on uh, only three points or less than three points, I guess, in the first two drives from the Broncos. Pizza bet. Wow. Oh. So you, Who did you, you, you pizza don't... bet that with? I'm trying to remember. The count, maybe? Was it the count? No, the count is uh, the Melvin Javante one. Okay. So three points or less for the Broncos in their first two drives? Do we just out the count? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone picked up on that. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I no score on the first two drives. Oh, no score. But three is a push. Gotcha. Three points is okay. a push. Okay. So you're going 27-10? I think I'm going 27-10. And what are you? You're going 31-17. 31-17. I will meet you guys right in the middle. I'm going to go 27-13. to 13. So we all think not only the Broncos cover the 6.5-point spread, it. but if that spread goes to 9.5, 10.5, we're all okay with it. Yep. And that's, that's how I expect this game to go. Um, 27 points. I'm actually kind of... That's with expecting the Broncos' offense to have some struggles in the first half. I still think that they're yep. able to put up 27 points. So I'm not worried if it's 6-0-7-0-7-3 after one. I'm not worried if it's 10-7 at halftime. It's still go- They're going to take off, and good luck, Gino. I mean, you're a backup in, in the NFL. And I hope for the Seattle Seahawks' sake that they're doing this with a plan to tank, or else I don't know what they're doing. I'm having like a minor anxiety attack over uh... – Josie right now. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm going down a dark, dark road in my head. I don't think he's playing. No. That's so bad. That is so bad. Yeah, and, and Mike Kliss went up to him today to ask how he was doing, and, and Josie uh, ignored him and walked away. <laughs> uh, Mike Kliss reported that. Really? <laughs> yes. Wow. Yes. wow. Um, so... That's Pete Carroll and Josie thrown under the bus wow. by Mike Kliss this week. Wow. <laughs> it's true, yeah. Damn. I think Josie just doesn't like Mike. <laughs> wow. Um, so, yeah, it, that's it's not a good... He and Billy Turner, huge. Wait, do you think Josie's more important than Billy Turner? Yep. Wow. I'll take, I would take Billy for this game. It's a tough one. I'd take Josie. Okay. I would take Josie over, like, maybe almost anyone for this oh game. Oh, my gosh. Just because of how much Seattle's going to want to run the ball. Right. Like, touch wood, but, like... If like Pat Sertan couldn't play, he's like miles better than Josie Jewell. I'm not gonna like freak out that oh Geno Smith's now gonna burn the Broncos. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah, it's very fair. Like you could start Nate Hairston or whatever his name was, <laughs> who's probably a street free agent right yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, and I would just be like, eh, they'll be fine. <laughs> All yeah. Right, right. You take out the one guy who's always in the right place on defense, and I'm just gonna I'm gonna be worried. I'm gonna be scared. Going up against the one thing that Seattle wants to do. Right. Exactly. Very fair. Okay. Also worth noting, Rashad Penny last year in his last five games oh, no. had at least 135 yards four times. What? On the ground? Yeah. 137, then 39, 135, 170, 190 in the last game. Whoa. Yeah, wow. no, he's insane. Okay, I'm worried about Josie now. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he went insane. <laughs> wow. Josie's going to play. It'll be fine. Okay. Okay, we'll go with that. Uh, okay. What, what, what makes you so confident? Just that Mike Kliss interaction? 
Um, no, no, just the fact that he didn't practice yesterday, the fact that he didn't practice today. I don't mm-hmm. remember which coach is talking about it because we talked to Hackett and the mm-hmm. coordinators. Um, but when talking about the backups, they said um, they were. T- I don't remember the exact quote, but they were talking about it as if Josie was out. Like we'll be fine. Um, we've got good think, replacements yeah. who are going to step in there and be just fine this week. Something like that. There's something like we'll be fine. Yeah. All right. If Josie doesn't <laughs> play, I'm changing my prediction. What would it? What would it be? Uh, like 24-21 Broncos. Oh, so not so not covering the spread. It's yeah. like that that bad. Yeah, it's and it's like winning. it's gonna take some like Russ magic. Oh, oh no, that would be sick though. <laughs> you know, would be kind of sick against yeah. Seattle down 21 17 two minutes left and Russ yeah drives it it would be so nerve-wracking and on Tuesday we'll be sitting there talking about how much concern is there and it would be a legitimate conversation if they don't cover the spread uh but then having that win I just I I feel like if they actually know he's not playing they're like doing this all wrong like sign Alexander Johnson Today? With Today. Three days notice. I think the issue with Alexander Johnson is they don't trust him at all. So Alexander <laughs> He's Johnson much better at stopping the run than anyone else they I have mean, on the that roster. That is very true. Yeah, with Justin Sternod, who's very good at what he does in terms of, but it's not in the run game. Yeah, I mean, maybe I'm undervaluing Alex Singleton, and he'll just, like, save me. and Potentially. That's. Yeah. I guess that's what I'm... Hanging my hat on. Yeah, yeah. Well, I hate. I where forgot this about. Is gone. <laughs> I kind of forgot about Alex Singleton for a second. I'm feeling better now. Okay, oh, okay. I, my breathing is regular. Oh, good, good, oh, good. How about God. this? Russell Wilson in Seattle in his career in primetime games. Guess his record. 21 games. He's so good. Um, primetime games at home. 18 and three. Okay. I'd say 19 and two. 19 and two. Insane. Wow. That is insane. Ooh, but Truly also, insane. And I've made so much money off those games. <laughs> yeah, I think you're going to do it again this week. You could also spin it and say the Seahawks are 19-2 and two in games, <laughs> <laughs> prime time games in Seattle when Russ is playing. Pete Carroll's 19-2. and two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, there you go. <laughs> very true. That's how they're spinning it there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay, let's go through the rest of the games on their schedule to Huge make Alex sure guy. that we see what the Broncos <laughs> record finishes. So we've got... Seahawks is a dub. Okay, we're going to oh, give ourselves is... 30 <laughs> seconds for every single game. If we do it before, great. But we only have 30 seconds. We'll have Allie pull up our uh, countdown right now. So Broncos start 1-0. and Texans at home. 2-0. Week 2. Okay, we can go on to San Francisco. <laughs> Davis Mills deserves so three. much better. You guys are going to have to give me a break because I have to hit the timer, then I have to go to the graphic, then I have to change it. Then I have We're to not going to need the timer. Scrap the timer. Scrap the timer. Okay, let's go quick oh then. 49ers. All right, so we've got a dub against the Texans. 49ers, is anyone, Henry, you're, you're high on the 49ers? I had the 49ers in my prediction. I originally did. I'm moving that to a Broncos win now. I've got it as a win and okay. three-man panel, so yep. we'll just go... Uh... As long as Josie plays. <laughs> oh, my God. Actually, that one, Josie's going to be important, too. Yes. Um, Raiders <laughs> on the road. I personally have this one as a loss. I have it as a loss. All right. It doesn't matter what Ryan thinks, unless you want to make your opinion. No. There we go. The Colts at home, Thursday night football. I have it as a win. I have, it's it, a as a, I have it as a win as well. It's going to... I meant to say this yesterday. I think the Colts are being overrated. Just, uh, I think they're actually Ryan, being think, underrated. And I know you think the opposite. Yeah. Um, Maybe they're just rated. I could see them yeah, getting 12 Yeah, I think, they are. Yeah, I think they're like 8 and 9, 9 and 8. I'm, I'm transferring my um, 
Russ primetime home games over to the Broncos. Like, that's just coming with him. So. Mm, oh, wow. I okay. like that. I'm curious how this goes because then the Broncos have an extra long time off on the road Monday night football in Los Angeles to play the Chargers. Well, I mean, we know where, I know where this is going for you two, so. Broncos. Oh, oh let's okay. go, Broncos. I'm going Broncos as well. Oh, wow. yeah. Okay, look at you yeah. guys. You guys must have read the comments yesterday. <laughs> no, no. The comments were mad. The Jets at home win. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Do we have to this. watch that one? Uh, London, Jags, road, game, kind of. Broncos. Dub. Yep. But this is, uh, this is one I actually might... Uh, I'm curious what the odds are. I was worried about what the Jags did in London. They're like five and five, so it's a dub. I think the Jags Seven. are actually sneaking and be good. Maybe I, better I think, than the Colts. I think so too. I yeah. think so too. Yeah. I, I kind of like your Jags. This is the worst division. take. Wait, so you guys want to do a pizza bet on Jags versus Colts wins? Um, I don't think I can no, do that. No, straight up. I've already got Jags making the playoffs, which is gonna happen. Yeah. If okay, if the the Colts get if the Colts get more wins than the Jags, we split a pizza for you. Jags get more wins. You guess both a pizza. Deal. Oh. Okay. Okay. Um, and then just a total push. Same record. Yep. Yep. Okay. I like but that. No, <laughs> like There's no pushes. It means we all go out for pizza. Oh. Okay. We all so go out for pizza. We're in, we're in for a pizza. Yeah. Okay. I like it. I like it. Okay. Bye. So, guys, at the bye, Broncos are 7-1. and one. Seven and one, probably very much leading in wow. the AFC West. Probably two or three games oh. up on the Chiefs. What's leading the one we're the most likely to yeah. be wrong about? Uh, Chargers on the road. Or 49ers. I think Chargers. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, Titans on the road after the bye. The 7-1 and one Broncos playing the 4-3 and three Titans. I've, I have the Titans. Yep, I do too. I'm going to stick with my original gut Isn't feeling. It, on it's this. at 11 a.m. or not that I actually care, but it, it, adds, <laughs> it adds a little something. It does. Okay, Raiders. Especially since every game thus far has been in the afternoon or in primetime. It's the first it's a really one of the good year. point. No morning games then. And the first one where you've had to travel anywhere other than London, like any long distances. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a really, really good point. Uh, so a loss coming off a bye, but we'll go with that. Raiders at home, I think they lose Ooh. in Vegas. I think they win here. I have a win here as well. Dub. Um, Panthers on the Dub. road. Dub. Yep, easy. Baltimore on the road. L. L. Loss. Chiefs at home, primetime, Sunday night football, week Russ 14. Russ doesn't lose primetime home games. There we go. I've he got the loss. It. You have it as a loss? I have it as a dub. Oh, wow. So Broncos break the streak. Cardinals at home. Do the Cardinals fall off the cliff yet? Yes. Kind of oh, right Cardinals about their terrible. time. Cardinals are terrible. All right. Cardinals are terrible. They're Cardinals are losing. Broncos are winning. Rams. Do they look like last night's Rams? Do they look like Super Bowl Rams? Christmas Day. Mm. This is kind of a primetime game. Sunday, 2.30, only game on in L.A. I'm not going to do a week one overreaction thing where I like That's freak cool. out and change. Like, I had this as an L. I'm not going to just change it just because of last They'll stick with you and do the exact same thing. There we go. Chiefs on the road. I'm going L. 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 For me, okay, last game. Right now, the Broncos have five losses. So they are 10, 11, and 5 mm-hmm. hosting the Chargers at home, who they already beat on the road. They win the game and win the division. I say they lose. I've got a win. There we go. Oh, they let's win. go. So the Broncos are 12 and 5. DNVR Broncos says the Broncos are going to be 12 wow. and 5 this year. I love it. Do you want to make like your own personal number? 
personally, I would I would change one of those Chargers wins to a loss. And go Say the Broncos and go three and three in the division, split every game against a division opponent, and go eleven and six. Yep, eleven and six. I'll I'll stick with twelve and five. That's how I feel. I think they're going to sweep the Chargers and win the division because of it. And Ryan, this makes so much sense. Why? Yesterday, I think I said Broncos, Chiefs, and Chargers are all going to be within one game, but the Broncos are not going to win the division because they're going to be eleven and six. Yep. I think the team who wins the division is going to be that one game above them yep. at twelve and five, and so it makes so much sense. We've got them right there, and yep. you know what? Either way, the Broncos are making the playoffs. I do have the Niners so. and Chiefs games as losses, so ten and seven for me. Are they making the playoffs with that? Yes, like a seven seed. Uh, I had them as a six seed. Six seed. Okay. Did you seed the team. The the. I picked every game of the NFL. Yes, he did. What? I, I picked every ride? game of that. Ten, yeah. And you made sure they match up. Oh yeah. Okay. Good. Oh yeah. They they all add up. Actually, I mean, it, looking back, it was a bit of a cop out. I've got what the three? No, the four seed through the nine seed. They're all with ten wins. Then there's In like the AFC. Four yeah. through nine. Oh my god. I know. So it just happened to be that way. The playoffs. Raiders and Dolphins. Just based off ties. So I know what happened yeah. here is you just didn't pick nearly enough upsets. Um, I felt mm. like I picked quite a few, but 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 maybe not. But I mean, if there's like that means there's a bunch of teams with really bad records. But there's a bunch of teams with ten wins. I have anybody with less than five wins. Wow. Okay. It was it was just too middle heavy. Okay. Is fair what I learned. Yeah. Okay. Good job, Hank. We're not Thanks. done with <laughs> we're not done with this segment, guys. We still have a lot more to get to. Survive the season. This is our Survivor <laughs> League for the season. So oh boy. the way it works, you can pick any team. We're picking a team to win, right? Yep. Each week, we have to pick one team to win individually. You can only pick that team once as the season goes along, just like a, a normal Survivor pool. And we're going to track how that goes. And the way this works, in my opinion, is once one person is the last one standing, yep. they get a point. Yep. And then we just do it until week 18. And then it starts over and you yep. keep... But I think you still can't use teams you've already picked. I like it. That way there's more scoring. Yep. Wow. Okay, I like I it. I like it. So okay. you essentially get new life every time mm-hmm. someone out, you know, someone gets a point. Then right. you're back in the game. You have a chance to tie them up. So, Ryan, yep. you you lose this week. Hank and I are there, there next week. You I'm don't pick sitting a team. Out. Yep. Okay, gotcha, yep. gotcha. Yep. Okay, I like it. Oh, so you get to save a team too then. Yep interesting okay oh, we'll see how okay. it goes we can change it next okay, year sure okay who are you guys taking week one i i'm personally gonna take the bills oh no, yeah no 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 uh i think i have my team i just want to make sure i don't and actually we are we have this on our schedule to do every thursday so you will be able to pick okay. thursday night teams that is good all I'll right take uh baltimore okay cool i'm gonna go with the colts and tell me who they're playing baltimore is gonna beat the jets Ah, okay. I'll Colts like over Cole, Texans. Huh? Oh, see, you got... Oh, well, I'm going to be on a similar... I was going to say, you guys are taking the easy ones. I'm going to go a little more dicey. I'm going to go New Orleans over Atlanta. That is a little more dicey. It is. It is. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping Jameis Winston can pull through for me. I just figure, you know, the, Colt, like, the Colts are, aren't one of the best teams in the league. Like They're yeah. right below that, so I'm, yeah. I'm not yeah. burning yeah. one off. Yeah, yeah. Davis Mills is sick. No, it's not going to matter. It's oh. not going to matter, but he's sick. So what's, what about, what's this uh, running back that everyone's obsessed he's with? He's insane. Damian Pierce? Yeah, or he's is it incredible. Damon Pierce? Damian Pierce? Yeah, I don't Damian? Damian? Yeah. He just runs guys over, and he's fast, too. It's I, a perfect combination. Wow. I think at least from a national perspective on Twitter, he's getting like more hype 
than Jonathan any, Taylor. Yeah, than <laughs> any other, definitely any other rookie, and maybe like yeah. more running backs in the NFL. I haven't. I, I missed that somehow. I haven't heard anything <laughs> about him except for you guys and Andre talking about it. It's been the last three weeks. He's been popping. Maybe it's just Ian Rappaport mm-hmm. absolutely loves him, but I swear it's like every other day he's tweeting about him. So yeah. interesting. Yeah. I don't I think, know how uh, I just missed that. <laughs> 11 carries, 86 yards in the preseason. Wow. Eight a carry. Yeah. 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 It's pretty good. That's <laughs> pretty touchdowns? good. For the Texans. Any touchdowns? Uh, one touchdown. Okay. And we're not done with this segment yet. Let's go around the AFC and pick these games. We've already picked the Broncos, and we've already all picked the Broncos to cover the spread. Ryan, is that your official prediction? Or do you want to assume Josie's not playing? Because I want to know if they cover the spread, and you got to tell me now. Can I, I, I can't make a conditional pick? No, you can't make a conditional oh, pick. Oh, no, actually, okay. Wait, the way we're, the way, No, no, no. The way we're doing okay. it on this pod uh, is we are not doing it by the spread. On the pod, oh, okay. we're doing straight up. Uh, but on our Broncos pick them right. where we're going to break down a bunch of prop bets, which you got to check out over the weekend. We're also going to pick the AFC West mm-hmm. games, but that is going to be against the spread. So, Ryan, it probably doesn't matter for you okay. unless you're worried about that 35%. Give me the Broncos. Okay, so Broncos are winning. Alex Singleton, baby. For player of the game. All of us. Alex Singleton, player of the game. Wow. Um, okay, like and Henry. 14 tackles. Broncos, 14 tackles. Wow, not even Russ. I've got the Broncos. The game. Okay, Chiefs at Cardinals. This line has, and again, lines don't really matter. I think the Chiefs opened at like minus three and a half on the road in Arizona. I think it's now six and a half or seven. Let's see. Uh, it's six. Oh, okay. Went I down think it a, did a come back bit. at half. Uh, people loving the Chiefs. And the Cardinals at plus six are only plus 200 on the money line, which is kind of disappointing. Um, give me the Cardinals. Mm, I love wow. it. Uh, honestly, I don't hate that. It just feels crazy to actually pick them. I think Give the me Chiefs, the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs have a lot to iron out. Me too. Like by the end of the season, you're gonna have Mahomes magic and all that stuff going on. Um, but I think they have a lot to figure out as a team. That's that's fair. Now this is almost a game the Chiefs have to win with how tough yep. their first eight games are. This is not an easy game, but I think just because of that, the desperation that they know, they're gonna find a way to win it. I don't like the six though. I don't like the six either, but I like the Chiefs to win. So Ryan's going for the early lead there. I can't I love wait it. to watch that game. Uh, it's going to be a great Is one. Is that the featured game in the 225s? Oh, you've also got Raiders Chargers. Yep. Jesus. And so that's the other one. Is that three and Good a half? Good thing we have 23 massive TVs in this bar. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, are the Chargers still three and a half point favorites? Uh, Yes. At home, hosting the Raiders. What do you guys think? Do it. I'm obviously doing it. <laughs> Give me the Raiders. I love it. Hank, you going with your division winner? I think I got to take the Chargers. Um, me too. I loved the Chargers against the spread until JC Jackson was officially ruled out of this game. Oh, but I thought he was fine. Oh, he's fine. He's going to be fine for week two, and he's going to be fine <laughs> oh. for the season. Weird. Devontae Adams, though. That's a bad time to be missing JC Jackson. Uh, this is going to be a fun game. It's going to oh, be a really yeah. fun game. What's the prop Best on Devontae Adams passing or receiving yards? I bet it's gone up a lot today. Over 100? Russian receiving. Um, receiving yards. Devontae Adams over 78 and a half. Give me the over. Get out the golden hand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're going to smash it. And there we go. We just went through so We just picked like 500 games yes, in one segment. We basically did what Hank did. It probably took him like an hour. <laughs> right, yep, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. 
What else we got to tell the people about? Uh, we've got to tell the people about our friends over at Game Time. Oh, if baby. you're going to any game, you've got to check out Game Time, where they're going to find the best prices. They're going to be amazing, mind-blowing deals over at Game Time. If you want to go to Seattle to go to that game, well, you got to check out Game Time and make sure to use our link. In our description, whether you're watching uh, the pod on YouTube, we've got it in there, or you're watching the pod through our website, uh, or you're watching through iTunes, we'll go to our website, click on the link there. It's going to give you the best deals uh, and help you the most. There are so many great games and great deals, up to 60% off when you wait. So now's a perfect time to buy a, buy a ticket for one of those. So make sure to check them out over at Game Time, and Ali's pulling it up right here to just show you how good so their experience check this out. is. There has been a someone tweeted this me this at me today. Sorry, I forgot to respond. Um, there has been a shift. The Bronco, the, the 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 secondary market got overinflated on this game. Remember, everyone's saying it's the most expensive ticket in football. Yeah. Now you can get in for a hundred bucks. Woo. Yep. There you go. Wow, hundred and fifteen. Um, I'm on the Game Time app as well. What do we got flash deal wise? Oh baby. Yeah. So you can. So if you are out in that area. When you want to make it in, keep waiting, honestly. Yeah. Look how many tickets there are. Um, not all of those are going to get scooped up. No. So, it, you know, I call game time procrastinator's paradise. <laughs> and uh, that's what this is for you. People were paying 400 bucks for a ticket to get into this game like last week. Yep. Yep. Exactly. So, yeah, check out game time and use the link in our description. Boom. We got something else to tell <laughs> the, the people about. I was looking at the tickets. <laughs> Hank's, Hank's the, buying a ticket. I think it's in Mile High City Sliders. It is. It is, it is Mile is High City Sliders. Jalapeno poppers. They're so good, the jalapeno popper one. No, no, um, no. There are so many options. Uh, I, I could actually go for some sliders tonight if I wasn't going to just like house a burger downstairs. I think I might go for burger tonight. Um, <laughs> the fried pickles. Oh, so we had awesome. the fried pickles last Ooh. night. They come with this like sauce that is delicious. Mm. Um, you had the avalanche nachos. We, did, we talked about that. Wait, did we talk about the avalanche nachos yeah. already? Yeah, we yeah, did talk about that. so good. They were incredible. Um, but there's so much great stuff at the bar. And there's also <laughs> great stuff at Mile High City Sliders, uh, which is smaller and easier to eat on the road or when you're at a tailgate or an event. And you can have Mile High City Sliders with their jalapeno popper, with uh, the Greek that's got tzatziki sauce, feta cheese, the drunken mm. meatballs like chicken sausage and marinara sauce and feta cheese. It's all just so, so delicious. So hit up Mile High City Sliders for your event by calling 720-375-3464. You should get some right. jalapeno poppers at the bar. We should get Baby. some jalapeno poppers at the bar. Uh, jalapeno poppers at the bar. Let's yes. do it. <laughs> I'm sure you can find a good name for it, too. The jalapeno poppers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can go order some pena coladas. Okay. Ooh, yeah, yum. I'm down. That sounds incredible. I'm very down. Yeah, off Pena Boulevard. <laughs> that sounds good. <laughs> um, okay, do we have any super chats to hit? We do. We do. Uh, hold on. Chiefs will go eight and nine. That's bold. We For got my people. Steven here. Go Grizz. Mm, yeah, 1999, a very generous super chat. My people's Ooh. football is back. Love y'all. Hashtag Broncos country. Hashtag go Grizz. Signed, True Champ Fan 24. Love you, True Champ Tim. True Champ Fan 24. Thanks for tuning in. Where do Grizz rank in terms of like, if you ranked all of mm. the fandoms of college football of our listeners, I feel like there's like a 
decent yeah. chunk of Grizz fans. Yeah. Yeah. And Hank's brought some more over. The Hank effect. Damn right. Yeah, yeah that is the Hank yeah. effect. <laughs> also, this is relevant this week. So, Seattle, Loud Stadium, famously. Famously. After Tony Romo played a playoff game there once, somebody asked him, like, wow, was it tough going out there where it's so loud? It's like, no, I played Missoula, Montana before. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. That's that like, a, incredible. when yeah. someone else gives you that exactly. type of yeah. like validation, that's the best. Yeah. Like the yeah. NDSU game my freshman year, Maria Taylor was calling it. And so she's obviously been to like Bama and Georgia and all that. She's like, yeah, this is the loudest stadium I've ever been in. Oh it's my like, gosh. Damn right that it is. That is so cool. <laughs> that's just like, that just comes down to engineering and construction. Oh yeah. It's, it's just vertical and super tight. Yep. And like, I don't know how stadiums are still messing this up i know like how did the current stadium of uh that the broncos have end up being less loud than the previous one right it should have easily been louder like again just sound engineers call them up (laughs) they're smart i hope the broncos do that if they build a new stadium yep uh first one here coming in from bronk me bronk me Bronk me, probably, yeah. <laughs> probably Bronk. But it's also from me. Maine, which is, I believe, oh, shortened oh, M-E. Okay, yeah, so uh, it's not Bronk me, but it is. Uh, from Bronk M-E. Uh, I've been listening to the podcast for the past year, and I'm so grateful I found y'all. Uh, my big brother passed away five years ago this week, and listening to the podcast has been a welcome Broncos chat filler I never knew I needed. Not sure I can express how much the podcast has meant to me this past year. Excited to come back home in the near future and come to DNVR in a game. Man. Mm-hmm. That's the type of stuff that just uh, means the world to hear. Yeah, giving me chills. So mm-hmm. cool, Bronk Emmy, and we really appreciate that you're rolling with us and have been for for a while. We love you. Next one's from Howler Bro Surf. My boys, football is back, baby. I can't wait for Monday. Last night may have not been the Broncos, but still, what a game. I enjoyed watching Vaughn and other former Broncos tear it up and Ramsey getting cooked. Been saying for years that he's overrated. I'm sad that Vaughn hasn't been with us or isn't with us, but I still think his absence creates room for everyone else to step up and get a voice, a la Chubb and Simmons. I'm not RK-level suspicious of the Chargers, but man, the, the national media owes Vaughn a huge apology for ever entertaining the thought <laughs> that Mac was better than Vaughn. How laughable. I hope yeah. Vaughn gets 30 sacks and is burned out and tired when we meet them in the AFC Championship. Let's ride. <laughs> <laughs> On pace for 34 right now. Who would you rather have this season? Nick Benito, Greg Dulcich, and Randy Gregory, or Von Miller? Von Miller. Von Miller. Yep. This year, no doubt. What about next year? Um, Nick Benito, Greg Dulcich, and yeah. Randy Gregory. Basically, the two players from the trade and Gregory, who the replacement is. Von Miller. Yeah. It probably ends after that year for okay. me. Um, but next two years, I'd rather have Von. Yep. I'd be confident saying next two years. Yeah, I mean, unless Benito or Dulcich breaks out. Mm-hmm. It's possible you can, you can you know think about that again but i don't think either of them are doing that this year and i also am highly concerned about randy gregory also what was your cryptic tweet about today um uh, just how it was vague about injuries or he's just, gonna be okay zach just tweets nathaniel yeah. hackett says he thinks he thinks randy gregory's gonna be okay well i should have all, everyone's <laughs> responding to zach being like what do you mean what are you talking about i should have i should have added a little more context <laughs> but there is bad news with Randy Gregory. Oh, for the um, love of he God. He has a shoulder injury. We've known that for months and months and months since mm-hmm. the moment he signed. signed. He has a knee injury now, too. Uh, a knee popped up on the injury report, and so that's when Nathaniel Hackett said he thinks he's going to be okay. Um, but that's bad news for me. It's it's like, man, this guy's healthy. Fine. Wait, he's uh, not healthy? Yeah, at least they have Malik Reed. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, Nick Benito's anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, from Broncos only. Oh, no, I lost it. 
He says, I want to echo Bronco M.E. This has been a long, dark era in franchise history. The DNVR Broncos pot has kept the fire burning for many of us while the organization has been transforming from the Bolin, Elway, Manning era to the precipice of the new era, just the beginning. Pleasure Horse said it best. You were the only <laughs> rudder that I had, that embarrassing waste of hours we would spend, and you're always where you said you'd be my friend. When I was lonely on the weekend. Wow. <laughs> wow. What a lonely. comment. Yeah, Aww. speaking of chills, what a comment. Great uh, lyrics as well. It's been a while since Lonely on the Weekend played us out, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Um, because we do the, the newer song now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, wow. That has been a Great. Um, maybe, plug that in today. I think that's uh, our one today. All right. Yeah. I love yeah. It. yeah. Real quick, Golden Girl here saying she's coming to the Broncos, or she's going to see the Broncos in Tennessee November 13th. She's been looking at seeking What? Tickets. Never heard of them. No. Do you have any suggestions? <laughs> no. And then Jose in the comments has her back. Bro, check Game Time, the pod sponsor. Definitely check out Game Time. Link in the description. Yep. Jose, you're right. Good looks. And it's in the pod description, so you're, all, you're already mm-hmm, yeah. here. You're only one click away. Just click on it. Uh, all right, next one from PS2. Everyone is really high on Jamar Chase. I think he'll be really good, but not elite like most people have him. I know you guys are high on him and Burrow. So how about a pizza bet? Let's set the line at 1,200 receiving <laughs> yards. I welcome anyone to take. What kind of line? What, what are we doing here? If if PS2, because I, I'm very high on Jamar, but I'm not as high as you are, like elite best receiver in the NFL. So I would have thought this line would be set at like 1550 and I wouldn't take it. I'd love to take it at 1200. Well, hold on. You can't say he's going to be good but not elite and then like like you, if you're saying that then you're saying he's going to have like 950 yards. Um me? No, the, the commenter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like 1100 oh. 1199 yards is an elite receiver season. Um uh, how many people had 1200 yards because I'm actually on the opposite end. Really? I think this is a low line. All right, someone mm-hmm. tell someone tell me. Hank, how many? And do you I, have how many I, rec- I know Jamar Chase's line is set at twelve fifty on DraftKings. You're getting a little value here. You are getting a little value. value. Hey, I want to see. Hank, can you look up how many receivers had over twelve hundred yards last year? Yes, I'm guessing. Please and thank you. Two. I'd guess. Oh, I guess ten. Ah, it's probably closer. Uh, I think it's Justin Jefferson and Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. Justin Jefferson, Devontae oh, yeah. Adams, Jamar mm, Chase, about... Debo Samuel, Mark Andrews, okay. Tyreek Hill, Stephon Diggs. Mark Andrews? Eight. You've ever heard of him? Hank's yes. Spot, spot on. Eight. eight. You were right on. Wow. Let's okay. Go. I was off. All right. Fine. I'll take the deal. Yes. More <laughs> there pizza. There we go. Love a PS2. Uh, Bronco in SD says, at Hank, are you going for a whole Skip Bayless for Shannon vibe to have the op- opposite take of RK for good content? Or do you actually <laughs> believe Sean Alexander is better than Russ? The Broncos could beat the Rockies in baseball, and Stephon Diggs is better at football than Josh Allen? Just wow, need to know. I love this. Oh, Just playing with you. Congrats on joining uh, the staff or the, the show full-time DNVR for life. That wow. Was a Put on the spot. Day. The spicy day for sure. Okay. The Rockies would beat the Broncos at baseball. Fine, you got me. 100 to 0. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about the Nuggets, though. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. <laughs> Let's keep going here. Who's better at football, Stephon Diggs or Josh Allen? I still, oh, after last night, it's tough. I mean, Stephon, they're both potentially the best at what they do. No, Cooper Cup's better than Stephon. Josh Allen is the best football player in the world right now, period, hands down. But there's even like, yes. I, I texted you guys yesterday that, that one throw that was like behind him in triple coverage, he just plucks it. Like, 
I guess what I said was if that's to Jerry Judy, it's an interception, which I wish I hadn't repeated <laughs> here. But 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 that's uh it's like that sort of stuff where he makes the receiver better. So I think those two I mean it's it in Madden what? They're both they should both be like a ninety eight overall. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll stand by their similar level. Cup should be a ninety nine. We should okay. all have one okay. thing every week that um if the other two agree, you have to reveal something you said in the group chat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah that is I good. I love it. <laughs> that is good. What was my other taking there? Was there one more? Oh, Sean Alexander. I, I missed his... Fr- I mean, I was eight. Yeah. <laughs> so bad. I don't know. I, like I, did, I did look up some lists on this. Most places are calling Steve Largent the best Seahawk yeah. of all time. They haven't remade this list since like 2020. Which was mm-hmm. Russ's best season in Seattle. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Where was Russ on those? Like third? Third. Yep. Uh, it was him, the tackle, who doesn't oh. count. Um, <laughs> that's Walter, terrible, yeah. Walter Jones? No. Yeah, that's who it is was. Is that J- Jones? <laughs> Definitely some, Walter something. Um, and and it was, yeah. Yeah, I'm just, I will not give Steve Largent any edges over Russell Wilson. No. Nice. Damn, if, you're, if you're just going like Madden rating, why are you a football? I don't know. We can leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> Onion Booty Bronco coming in says, Vaughn is still so freaking deking good. Yep. Vic ruined his career in Denver. This was uh, mm-hmm. Onion. I was talking to you earlier. A couple, or oh, a complete. complete travesty. Me so sad. George should have paid him over injury plague. Single digit jersey whoa, number whoa. Randy Gregory. Vaughn will be elite for another five years. The LeBron of outside linebackers. He will win at least one more Super Bowl. He's going to eat Garrett Bowles' lunch mm-hmm. when we face off against the Bisons in the AFC pennant game. Woe is me, but chill out, man. We have a big game on Monday and Hall of Fame quarterback. Lots to be hopeful for. Love, Onion, Booty, Bronco. I love you, Onion, Booty, although I completely disagree. Uh, I agree with everything other than it being all Vic's fault. Yeah. Um. I do agree that the Broncos are probably going to look back and realize that was that was dumb to not bring in a Hall of Fame player who really wants to play for you. Especially when, like, it just – like, you could just make him a Bronco for life. I and, guess there's that one little blip. And the, the, the biggest issue is that if you would have gotten Chandler Jones, I'd probably be defending you right now. Of, like, mm-hmm. okay, you saved a couple million bucks over the course of the contract and you still got an extremely good pass rusher. But you paid a ton of money on a flyer. When you could have paid a little bit more money for what should be a sure thing, although I understand the hesitation based on Vaughn's performance as a Bronco the last few years. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're paying for hope, and as we know, the, the Star Wars saying, hope is not a plan. Or hope is not good. Hope is not good. <laughs> hope is not good. Hope is not good. Gosh, that that George Lucas? Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But almost a Bronco's owner, pretty much. Yes. Big Hank Stan says, Dear... Justin Hollins, Isaiah McKenzie, Britton Colquitt, Sam Martin, Von Miller. It was great having you in PE these past years. Have a kick-ass summer. Let's hang out again soon, okay? Love the Broncos. From Chico Bean, Chico is back, baby. Got my annual membership, and I'm excited to cop me a John Elway Heli shirt. Also, can't wait for the new season to start. Wish Vaughn was with us. But anyways, go Broncos, go DNVR, and go another team that I will not say out loud. Oh, yikes. An L.A. team that's not the Lakers. Oh, Uh, Oh, not the Lakers. Chico, not the Lakers. No, a different one. 
Well, all LA teams are bad. A baseball team that doesn't play in Anaheim. Okay, I'm not getting upset about baseball. That's not a thing <laughs> okay. that's going to happen. I'm not upset. I'm just not saying okay. those two words together, go in that team. Okay, fair enough. Big Hang Stan comes in again, and this one makes a little more sense. He says, Ryan wants to do numbies. Thanks for the honesty. <laughs> <laughs> we are honest around here. It's not as Thursday. Yesterday. Uh, you get all of me. <laughs> um, wow. <laughs> wow. Last one's from Mark IT Snatch says hey guys since you mentioned air force being the premier college football institute in colorado yet all of the success in the state has been division two it doesn't count <laughs> csu pueblo has the most recent national championship in 2014 don't be doing former cu coach john riston dirty they and colorado <laughs> school of mines are both perennial playoff teams that said can't wait to see if uh, russ cooks some sea chicken stir fry mm. simple game plan flavor that always hits and just enough heat for seattle to realize just how deep the abyss they've jumped into goes Real quick, if we're doing um, Division Two football, we should also give a shout out to I believe they're called the Mile High Blaze. Oh. Um, they won the women's flag football national championship. Oh heck yeah, yeah. I love it. Yep. So they're shout probably out. the perennial call, uh, uh, football program in Colorado. Not yeah yeah I like it I like it a lot. All right guys, I want one more prediction. What's Russ's stat line? Oof. Monday night. I'll take. Let me get into the time machine here. 21 for 33. Okay. Rough completion. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be super sharp all night. Um, And they will get 257 passing yards. Okay. I'm getting specific. Yep. Three three touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Okay. No interceptions. No interceptions. No interceptions. Yep. No interceptions. Sexier as it went on. Um, 24, 24 of 34. Mm. 297 yards. Wow. Um, and three touchdowns. I'm going to go 20. Zero interceptions. 24 of 28. High completion percentage. Oh. Three touchdowns. Mm-hmm. 285 yards, no picks. Okay. Wow. I think okay. you went with the highest QBR. Yep. I yep. think so. I think so. I think Russ is going to be uh, locked in and ready to go. Before we get out of here, we have Dakota asking, are you doing a watch along like the DMVR Avalanche does? We are not doing one this week. At least I think we are not doing one this week. <laughs> we are doing one next week uh, for the Texans game. At least you think. At least I think. <laughs> uh, I can't be sure. Um, we'll let you know more. Yeah, just follow us on uh, the internet. Prob- on, the, on all of our channels. We will have a pregame before the Broncos mm-hmm. show on Monday. So if we are doing a watch along, you'll know then. That's true. 5.30 sure. to 6. Our, one of our friends is doing a watch along. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, Someone you all may know. Yeah, yeah. His name's Peyton. <laughs> oh, um, the oh, that's okay. Oh, we don't we need the camera to finish this out. Um, he's 5.30 do- to 6? He's oh. doing a watch along, so um, we didn't want to compete with him. Yeah. We don't want yeah. to take viewers away from no, him. No, that would be, that'd be rude of us. So, um, we, Maybe I, that was Peyton Manning. Maybe he just like oh, he's shut down our computer. Down. No, we're doing him a favor. <laughs> it's true. Um, so anyways, yeah, that's the deal with the watch along. I think we will do on week two. We'll see how it goes. We could do more. Um, but Jared said, I gosh darn love you, sons of guns. We wow, love you too, Jared. Jared. We wow. love you right back, baby. And uh, that's going to wrap it up for us on our final transmission. 
man. Before the, the oh, Denver Broncos regular season is almost off because we're going to do a pregame show. <laughs> uh, this was fun. Lots of predictions. Lots of takes. And now all that's left to do is just bring it back to us. Give us Broncos football. We're so close. Right. Everyone, enjoy the weekend. Hopefully we'll see you tonight, tomorrow, Monday, one of these days at the DNVR bar. But until then, let's ride.